0: Well, the past few months, um, with what's going on in the world, I don't know if you guys have noticed, the world is not the same, and it's not just because of a pandemic. There are huge things going on in the world, and that are changing the 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 world as we knew it into something totally different. Some of it, I must say. There's some good things that are happening, but let me tell you, there's a lot of ungodly stuff that is happening in the world. And, and I can see it very clearly as God opens my eyes and I look into the Spirit. And these things are pointing to a time and a season that I believe is taking us closer and closer to the time when Jesus will come back. For his church, and that means we got to make ourselves ready for that. And so I've been preaching messages to equip you, to, um, in a sense, stir up in you certain things um, that I believe are crucial, important, foundational in terms of you being ready for Jesus, coming back for you. Amen. Now, today I'm going to be talking to you about finding God. Now, you may say, but Pastor Michelle, I found God. Yeah, the day I gave my heart to Jesus, I found God. Sure. And there is, I'm not saying that's untrue. But the question I want to start with this morning is, God has found you, but have you found him? That's the big question that each one of us has to answer truthfully and honestly. God has found you, but have you found him? Many people believe that if they go to church, they'll find God. And of course, God is there. Of course he's there. Jesus said, we're together in my name. I'm there in the midst of them. But do you know that you can go to church for years or even decades and never truly find God? Because all the church is great and necessary for spiritual growth and fellowship with other believers, your brothers, your sisters, your family in Christ. I can tell you right now that you don't find God purely by going to church. There is only one way to find God. And the prophet Jeremiah writes about it in God's direct words to his people, Israel. And these words applied then, but it still applies today to God's people. Because God has not changed, and his ways are still the same. Let's see what what God himself says about finding him through the prophet Jeremiah. Let's see what he says. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13. And you, he's talking now to the people of Israel, and you will seek me and find me when... You search for me with all your heart. How many of you here today want to truly find the Lord in your life? You remember I started this little preach by saying, God has found you, but have you actually found him? What Jeremiah encapsulates in the scripture is a universal principle. It's not to do with the law. It's not to do with anything. It's to do with our relationship with God. And you will seek me and find me. When? When you search for me with all your heart. You can go to church as often as you like. But if you're not searching for God with all your heart, you won't find him. He will find you, but you won't find him. When I'm talking about finding God, I mean about I mean finding Him in the sense of connecting with Him at a real level, to fully discover Him and to get to know Him. That's what finding God is all about. Finding God is to know Him, to fellowship so intimately with him, to hear his voice, to discover his ways, to have him in our hearts. That's what I'm talking about. God has to become very, very real to us in our journey as followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. In This time and season that we are living in, none of us can afford Not to find God in that sense. You can't afford to remain on the peripheral. Do you know how many Christians come to church? But because they haven't found God in that sense, they don't truly have a relationship with God. Many Christians can't even pray for their own needs. They need the pastor, they need a brother, they need someone else. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you can't come to your pastor, to your brother, to whatever, to pray with you. No, that's fine, perfectly fine. But there is a time and a season when you found God that you'll be able to get into his presence, as we spoke about the past three weeks, in the secret place, and touch him and let him touch you. When you find God, that connection will be there. Jesus had a real, tangible, intimate relationship with his Father and the Holy Spirit. When you find God, that's where you'll be at as well. You you and I are following in his footsteps. And the past three weeks we've been talking about dwelling in the secret place because for you to build that relationship where you're going to find him You must have a secret place where you meet with him. So Jesus had this amazing, real, tangible relationship with his Father and the Holy Spirit. And my question to you this morning is what about you? Can you truly say, like Jesus, that you found God in your life? I'm not talking about finding salvation. I'm talking about finding God himself. You know, Jesus knew his Father's will all the time. All the time. Why? Because he's found him. He found him in that sense that I've been talking about. And so did the apostles in the early church. If you watch their ministry, you watch the things they wrote the experiences they found god you see when you find god at this level at this kind of level you find all that you need in this life and the next when you find god in a tangible way in a real way you find all that you need in this life and the next you know in the church today many christians have not really found God and not connected to him at that level of reality. There's different levels of reality in terms of knowing God. You can know God at a superficial level. You can know about God without knowing God. You can. There's different levels. And in the same way, the reality of finding truly finding God can be at different levels as well. But when you truly find God, you'll never fear again. You'll never be anxious again. You'll never worry about your future. You'll never, wor- be, you'll never worry about your needs being met. You'll never worry about the fact that God loves you or, uh, or doubt his love. You'll never have anything like this in your, life, in your life when you find him. Yes, we know that God is here. But for many people, God is there, but he's not there at the same time. He's there, but he's not there at the same time. He's close, but far at the same time. The reason that we experience God in this dual dimension is because we have not searched for him with all our heart. And we have not really found him and discovered him At that level. But God is not looking for a people who are far from him. You know, he said in his word, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. That is so true of the church, the people of God, firstly, before the church was born and after the church was born. And so true of a church today. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. He's not looking for a people who are far from him. By the way, that scripture you will find in Matthew 15, verse 8. God is looking for a people who walk close to him all the time. All the time. And you know, until you find God, you won't have that walk with him. You will fluctuate in and out. But when you find God, wow, nobody can separate you from him. When you truly find God, he's got your heart. Not just your lips, not just your intellect, not just what you know, your knowledge from from the Bible. No, no. When you found God, your heart connects with him. And that is a permanent relationship. Finding God implies that you have this intimate relationship with him all the time. It is so close. You hear his voice easily. He speaks into your life continuously. He works on your behalf all the time and you know it, and you are at peace. Doesn't matter what you face, you don't lose your peace. Fear doesn't grip your heart. Anxiety, depression, none of these things. When you face a problem and seek him on the matter, when you know, when you you found God, you will receive direction from heaven. Because it's it's like you've picked up a hotline. You don't have to press any buttons. You know presidents, or so it was a few years ago, I still believe it's the same. Presidents in their office have got different lines for different presidents of other nations. And if they want to talk to one of his presidents, all they have to do is pick up the phone. And instantly the connection is there. finding god means you have a deep koinonia koinonia that's a greek word it means fellowship connection i i, I don't have the right word to explain this to you this morning a deep koinonia with him and he with you you know to find god is to find the answers to all your difficulties and issues All your problems, all your obstacles, all the giants, all the mountains that come before you. It means walking in the miraculous. Because God works in your daily situations. When you found God and he's found you, which he has, God's found you. That's the reason you're there in church. That's the reason you're serving him. Because he's found you, not because you found him. But the journey needs to take you to that place where you find him. Because that's when heavens, the heavens open for you and for me. So to find God means knowing his will in every situation. You know, we often have people coming to us for the years. I've had hundreds of people come to me and say, Pastor, pray for me. They don't know what the will of God is for them. But you know when you find God, you will hear his voice because the Holy Spirit will speak to you, the perfect will of God. He will speak to you. You will know. You will get words of knowledge. You will get words of wisdom from the throne of grace. It will come to you. I don't know about you, but I want to find God like that, at that kind of level. Is it possible to walk with God in this kind of reality? Of course it is. You can see this through not only Jesus, but the the apostles of the early church. Some of the prophets in the Old Testament. Jeremiah being one of them who wrote this scripture, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Abraham, knew God like that, found God. Wow, David. So the answer to that question is absolutely yes. We can walk with God at this level of reality, absolutely less, because God says so in this verse that we began with tonight. This morning, sorry, in Jeremiah, and you will seek me and find me. That's a promise of God when you search for me with all your heart. Many Christians, yes, we spend time with God, etc, etc. but it's not at that level. I want to encourage you to seek God with all your heart. He made you a promise. You will seek me and you will find me. In fact, you know what? God desires that each one of us would know him at this level. Every single one of us. You say, Pastor Michel, is that for me as well? Of course. God loves you the same as he loves me or loves anyone else. So he desires that each one of us would know him at that level and walk with him daily at that level of intimacy. You know, when you gave your heart to the Lord and got born again, that day God found you. And in a way, you found God. Amen. But as I said earlier on, you can find God at different levels of knowing him and intimacy. Different levels. But to find God at the deepest level of intimacy and of closeness, which is what I'm talking to you about today, requires that we meet a condition. We need to search for him with all our heart. Do you know that God is infinite? There is no searching of his depths and of his heights. You can never get there because it's infinite. It's got no end. But there is a level of knowing God which is sufficient for us as humans, which is what I've been talking to you about today. Finding God at a place where you hear Him clearly, where He talks to you, you talk to Him, you communicate with Him, you know His love for you, you know His grace, you know His mercy. You know that he'll never leave you. You don't have any fears in your life. You know that even even though a thousand may fall by yourself, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. You know this without a doubt. You know that if the enemy puts sickness on you, God will set you free. You know that if the enemy robs you of your finances, God will provide. You know How do you know these things? Because you found God at that level of reality. Many want that kind of relationship with Almighty God, but are not prepared to put in the necessary time, effort to build their relationship with God at that level. I know many Christians never read the word of God. You find God in his word. There are many Christians who rarely pray. You won't find God like that. These two things, praying and spending time in the Word of God, are foundational to finding God. Foundational. You take the foundations away, you've got no building, it will just crumble. When the storms come and the wind blows and the, and, and the rain beats against that house, that house will fall, said Jesus. Why? Because it's not built on the rock. It's not built on solid ground. I'm telling you, people of God, in this time and season, you cannot afford to build your house on sand. This is no longer a time and a season when we can afford that. We've, we need to build our house on the rock, so to speak, because storms are going to gather momentum well, mark my words, in the, years, in the next years to come, storms are going to gather momentum. Winds are going to blow harder. Rain is going to beat even more. Because we are in that season of life right now. The world is not going to get better. Better. Because the more evil spreads into the world, the more evil it will become. Jesus said in the last days, lawlessness will abound. So this is not a time and a season to build your house on sand. It's a time and a season to build your house on solid rock and set your heart to find God at the highest level possible level. If we seek the Lord half-heartedly, we will never find him at that level. God wants all of our heart and he promises that if we give him our whole attention, he will be found of us at that level. God does not take kindly to lukewarmness in our relationship with him. He's not looking For a lukewarm people. Do you know that the word of God says rather be cold. In other words, don't even seek a relationship with me. Be cold. Or hot. But please, don't be lukewarm. I didn't say that. These are the words of Jesus. That means that if we say we are believers... We need to truly mean business with him. We need to be serious seekers of his presence in our lives. Passionate about finding God and knowing him in an intimate way. As I'm saying this, I'm reminded of Jacob. And he said, I will not let you go. He wrestled with God all night. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Did God... Rebuke him for that and say, how dare you wrestle with me? No. Do you know God was pleased? He saw how Jacob hung on to him, sought him with every fiber of energy he had. Do you think that Jacob didn't know he couldn't prevail against God? Of course he knew. But he also knew that he would receive a blessing if he did not let go of God. I want to tell you, do not let go of God. Become a serious seeker of his presence, passionate about finding him. You know, today's church, and I'm not saying it's only today, it's been like this for centuries, is by and large the Laodicean church of a book of Revelation. That's characterized by lukewarmness. People... Sorry to say, don't even come to church on time. They miss praise and worship, which is so important in the corporate anointing. Would you come late if a president of a nation was addressing us this morning? Would you come late to his meeting? But yet you feel it's okay to come late to meet with God? I can't understand this. It doesn't make sense to me. But that's another sign sometimes. I'm not saying sometimes things happen and we rock up late to churches. I understand that. I'm not saying that can never happen. But if that's a habit and there's no reason, then how serious are you about meeting God when you come to church, for example? How serious are you? You want to find him, but... Are you seeking him truly with all your heart? But today's church is very often the lukewarm church that we read in the book of Revelation. And that does not appeal to God at all. This is what Jesus wrote. In, this is 3.16. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. I don't want to read the proper word that's in there, what it means. I'd rather use the word spit. It's much more polite. These are the words of Jesus to a church of Laodicea. And as you can see, he's being very honest about the fact that lukewarm Christians do not appeal to him at all. You see, many, many Christians seek God for their own selfish ambitions and benefits. I give my heart to the Lord because I've realized if I don't, I won't be blessed. So I give my heart to him so that I can receive a blessing. You see, God said to us so clearly, do not seek the blessing, seek the blesser. Set your heart to find the blesser, not the blessing. And when you find the blessing, let me tell you, the blessing will be so abundant, you won't know what to do with it. You see, when you seek God purely to get his blessings, that's not seeking God at all. That's using God for self-gain. Can you see the difference? Can you see the difference in the heart of a person who is seeking God because of who he is, as opposed to seeking God in order to get blessed. God doesn't like that. We need to seek God because we are convinced that he is the almighty creator of all things and that we absolutely need to find him. We need to seek God because we realize that without him we are nothing and have nothing. Do you know that? Without God, you got nothing. What have you got? This little life. This little life goes fast so quickly. Have you thought about eternity that never ends? Some seek God in order to have their own needs met. They hope to receive blessings from him. And this is not the kind of heart that God will abundantly reveal himself to. One thing I need to say to you. In fact, we cannot find God at the level that I've been talking about today unless he chooses to reveal himself to us. Do you know that? When will God choose to reveal himself to us? When we seek him with all our heart, God is passionate about those who seek him for himself and give their hearts completely to him. He's passionate. Then he will open up the floodgates of revelation of who he is, his goodness, his mercy, his grace, his love, his compassion. These are the ones who he will reveal himself to in the fullness of who he really is. James, who was the brother of Jesus, encourages the church to get close to God's heart. James chapter 4, verse 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Clean your hands, you sinners. Wow. You know, sometimes today if you preach, if you read that in some circles, they tell you, No. James was writing to the church. You call the church sinners, Pastor Michelle? Well, I didn't. James did. He was the brother of Jesus. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I want to read that same scripture to you in the New Living Translation. James 4, verse 8. This is what it says. Come close to God. And when you do, God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let's be real, people of God. Can we all truly say that we're not attracted to money, to holidays, to all kinds of things that the world has to offer? And yet the Bible says, don't you know that Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Let's be honest. And yet God gives us all these things to enjoy, but these things cannot have us. These things cannot have our heart. Our heart is for God. God is looking for those who will seek him with all their heart until they find him, just like Jacob did. I will not let go of you. Until, so in this season that we are living in right now, a season of absolute uncertainty where evil is abounding and it's going to get worse. Believe me, mark my words. I want to encourage you not to be or remain a lukewarm Christian, but to seek God with all the passion that you have. In return, God promises to reveal himself to you in an unprecedented way. You'll get to know him. Wow. You will discover the reality of who God really is, how powerful his action can be in your life. You will discover him as your provider, your healer, your deliverer, your protector, your friend, your miraculous support your constant companion, your strong tower, your refuge, and I can go on and on and on and on. There is not a need in your life that he will not meet. Your prayers will not fall on deaf ears, but will receive his total attention. When you find God, that is what's waiting for you. The fullness of his blessings and benefits will be poured out into your life. But remember the condition that God places on this level of finding him. It's when you search for him with all your heart. My question to you is this today as we come to the end of this message. Why not search for him with all your heart? When these amazing benefits that the world cannot offer you, can become yours. You have everything to gain. Amen. Everything to gain. So I want to leave you with the same scripture that we began this morning. And I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart as we read this scripture again. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Amen and amen. I trust this message has penetrated your heart. And I trust that you won't just be a hero of the world, but a doer. Begin today. Set your heart to say, God, I'm setting out to find you. I won't let go until I find you. At that level. Because at the end of the day. When I find you. I found life. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. Praise the Lord.